The NHL has introduced a brand new puck, a new high-tech puck that they are actually going to insert into NHL games starting with the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. I know. Is it the blue puck? Is the blue puck back? What possibly could go wrong here, right? <laughs> so, no, it's not exactly the uh, Fox puck. Let's bring in our uh, tech expert, Adam Oldfield, for more on this. He joins us now here on Global News Radio. Adam, uh, exactly what is this uh, brand new puck all about? Well, I think uh, referring to the uh, the, the Fox Pucker, uh, the what we remember the blue line is uh, is advanced technology to help in, encourage more participation and interest into the NHL moving into the future. I mean, if cars are now moving fully autonomous, electronic driving on their own, why wouldn't sports, especially uh, hockey, not want to move into this? So it's a puck that is compressed with a lot of electronics. Uh, It's got a lot of science in it. Uh, Obviously, it's going to be moving at excruciating speeds, smashing into the sides of uh, plexiglass and humans, for that matter. And this smart puck has... uh, uh, an ability to track speed. Uh, it, it's got the uh, the ability to track how use. It's 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 going to have averages. It's it's actually quite phenomenal when you think about the ability of what this puck is going to track in real time uh, for the viewers, for the coaches, for the executives to see how players are actually performing. Um, but what I find interesting, and you open that up, is great time to drop the puck and see if this is a game changer is uh, is uh, this electronic device being shot around the ice um, and they feel it's ready a lot of it's been tested since 2015 so they've had a lot of years and they thought they were going to launch it last year at the end of 2019 wasn't quite ready yet it exploded actually in one of the tests that they were using it in I do remember that clearly and I thought to myself that's like shooting a Samsung phone around the ice that's pretty much what it is in the shape of a puck (laughs) okay so this uh, puck, uh, unlike a traditional hockey puck, which is uh, 100% just complete vulcanized rubber, uh, this has got electronics and uh, rubber is built around those uh, electronics. And is there a fear that this puck could maybe explode or just, you know, disintegrate on a player's stick? Absolutely. I mean, that is definitely, that's what happened the last time. I mean, when you talk about, I'm not a physics expert or science, but when you take electronic parts and I move it at 170 miles per hour towards a brick wall, um, there's a lot of chances it's going to shatter. Um, now, they've claimed that they've got it sealed. It's, it's, it's marked. It's capable of keeping up with uh, the speed and action of the players. But the real one that really, I guess, baffles me to this point, Jeff, is that it's sitting on ice. And there's one thing I know is that electronics arch enemy is cold. So uh, even Tesla has a problem in minus five degree temperatures and colder. So the the ice is a lot colder where this puck's going to be thrown around. This electronic is going to be put to the test. And truthfully, let's assume it works. Let's, and let's go with the fact it will work. So when it does work, um, boy, am I ever negative Nelly today, am I? So <laughs> when it does work, it's going to actually, in my opinion, change the whole perception of hockey. Here's how I see it, and I understand why they're doing it. They want NHL and the ability to track this real-time technology to give users, uh, those as fans, to watch in real time what takes place. And why would we want that? Well, because betting is just chomping at the bits that they would be able in real time to watch and play their bets 
as the players are, are playing the game. So it, it puts a real dynamic of where gambling will go to a whole new level. From an analytics and data side, uh, coaches and, and, and the players themselves are really going to be able to see the performance of how well they're doing and further how, they're, uh, how they can improve their performance with this data that's going to be collected. Yeah, but the, let's not kid ourselves. As you just mentioned there, uh, the bottom line is the bottom line. And this is all about uh, revenue. This is about uh, gambling. And uh, speaking of technology, there's going to be a day sooner than we all realize where not only are we seeing how fast Austin Matthews' uh, slap shot was on that uh, last goal, but uh, just before he takes it, there's going to be a chance to bet will this uh, slap shot, the next Austin Matthews shot, be 100 uh, miles an hour or more over under, that sort of thing, right? 100%. It brings the, uh, you know, right now they go with averages, they go with some of the technology they're able to use through radar. This is going to put it through a real analytic uh, proof. So, you know, I think it brings those those truths to the matter. Um, and again, this is where we use this data to a degree of, of what information is that we are accessing and, and gaining um, with the new technology that's coming out. So is hockey no longer going to be a sport? Is it going to become a technology that we can all engage in and see the the performance of it all. And uh, I think this, I've heard that the way they made the puck, not that I I hold the pucks every day, and and I'll be honest with you, Jeff, not really into the sports side of things. I can tell you the tech got me excited when I heard about the smart puck. I was all over that. I think there's a little bit of a concern on what is being done with this data. I mean, this analytic that we're talking about, the smart puck, what the NHL wants to do with this information is one perspective of enhancing the game, and they're hoping to attract a lot of younger viewers. Uh, uh, Hockey, ironically, in sports is dying. They're trying to attract a lot more younger audiences to be attracted to the game. And that's in football. And now I can, they're doing this, but they're very smart. They're trying to keep up with the, uh, the younger generation who enjoy the game, but they're very much involved with tech. How are they going to keep them captivated by this, keeping them locked? Uh, those 10 year olds today, when they're 20, are they going to be as interested in watching a, ho- a hockey puck going around without that kind of data? So yeah, well, that's what occurred to me. This is a way that they could maybe, Adam, grow the game uh, beyond just the traditional uh, hockey fan. Maybe all of a sudden, uh, yeah, you kind of like hockey. It's okay for you. But uh, if you're really into technology, maybe you're like, wow, look at what they're doing now with the puck. And, you know, particularly if you're into analytics and stats, uh, we're going to get all kinds of new stats when it comes to the speed of shots, uh, passing, uh, positioning, uh, all that sort of thing. I mean, this really could open up a whole new market for hockey. I would say it does, and it brings it to a, to a level of where baseball, baseball is built on stats. And if you're an analytic math guy, you probably like baseball, and uh, which I do. And I look at that, and now I look at, you know, I look at hockey from just a bunch of pucks being slapped and averages based on numbers. This brings that into the same level as to how you will measure NHL similar to baseball. It will be averages, then there will be new analytics they'll be using for players. So from that perspective, you're, it's going to bring in a younger audience, a tech audience, audience and also enhance the excitement for those that love to see games and look at averages of their numbers. You know, here's the only thing I'm concerned about, and I just can't get my head around this. Why would the NHL debut this puck during the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs when everything, everything is on the line? I mean, can you just imagine we get to the Stanley Cup final and um, I'll just randomly pick a team here, Adam, Uh, the Toronto Maple Leafs. 
Uh, they're in the final. It's game seven. There's less than a minute to go. Mitch Marner comes down the left side, passes to Austin Matthews. He's got a wide open net, at a, and it's a tie game. And all of a sudden, he shoots that puck, and it breaks into five pieces. Could well, you imagine the debacle? Beautiful. Yeah, the league is going to have that. You know, there's a thing in the restaurant business called like a soft open or a soft launch where you sort of invite friends and family first and you work out all the kinks and, uh, you know, you make sure that the servers are ready to go, the menu's uh, perfect. Why wouldn't they just debut this thing in the preseason? I think this is actually great time. As a marketing guy and as a gentleman that takes into consideration how do you get your maximum exposure, this is the best way to do it. Unfortunately, they're coming at a very, very high risk, and uh, it's either going to be a, a massive success or a successful failure. I don't know which one it is, but it's going <laughs> to be one of the two because it's either going to be a lot of blowing dead plays uh, or it's going to be one heck of an exciting game to watch over the next uh, end of the season. Yeah, no risk, no reward. Uh, Adam Oldfield with us this afternoon. Adam, appreciate the time as always. Thank you, Jeff.